Hey, listeners, if you like hearing us talk sports and making fun of each other, please like and subscribe. And if you want more from us, please follow us on Instagram, What's on Tap One, and on Twitter at What's on Tap Pod One. And don't forget to rate five stars. Hiya! Welcome to a new episode of the What's on Tap podcast. I am here with my two co-hosts, Matt and Naveen. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Oh, it's Wonderful. a grand old time. Ready for another episode. Are you guys like starring for football? I've been watching preseason highlights all day. I'm just so ready for the season to start. I mean, yeah. listen, I heard AR-15 was not doing well in his uh, preseason, so I, I don't think you're having that much fun. No, I, I watched, I was telling Matt earlier, I was watching like his highlights today and obviously like he had like an interception that was awful, but other than that, I thought he was pretty good. Um, but you know, it's preseason. It's hard to even gauge how he's going to be. And you know, I, you know, he's not even like a clear starter yet. So I mean, we'll get to the Colts today, but no, I'm just, I just want football. I was not even just Colts. Like I just want football back. I'm ready to go. Yep. Same here. And we are also just a heads up. This is the first What's on Tap episode where we are not in person. We are trying something new, recording over uh, StreamYard. So let's we see how this goes. Why, why are we doing this, Naveen? Why are we recording over StreamYard? Oh, I think, uh, well, so some people live in ancient times and some someone decided to have a uh, two-year-old disease called the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I thought I felt I was feeling nostalgic for 2020. So I decided to get COVID. I, I indeed have COVID. It was kicking my butt there for uh, a good, I don't know, 36 hours. I'm feeling a little bit better now, though. It's That's the thing. Like, it goes through quick. So I'm here. I'm ready to play. Like, I don't care if I have COVID. Like, I'm still ready to to burn you guys Put in, in this, uh, in this Dave, pod. You need, so. Dave, you need a mask. You're, you might uh, <laughs> contaminate our, our stuff, dude. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, so today we kind of have a continuation from what we did with our last pod. We basically broke down the NFC. We went through each division uh, and we're going to do the same thing except with the AFC. And I think this one will be even more fun because first of all, the AFC is better than the NFC, just better teams. And secondly, both uh, of our teams, Matt and Naveen's team and my team are in the AFC. So there's a lot to talk about. What do you say we get right into it with the AFC North, the AFC North, Gentlemen, who do you like coming out of this division? So let me let me start with that one. Um, I mean, for this one, to, to win the division, I actually have the Ravens over the Bengals. Um, just because I think that there's going to be a big bounce back year for Lamar Jackson. I think that he's going to have a big year. I think it's going to be a kind of like an MVP caliber type. Um, and then they just added um, Odell Beckham, and then they, they, they got a wide receiver in the draft. Um Zay Flowers. Yes, Flowers. Um, and he, yeah, so, I mean, look, you're, you're giving this guy weapons and he can still run. Um, I think, I think, I think they, I think the Ravens win, win the division. I think um, the Browns and the Steelers will improve. Um, but I mean, they're, I think, still trash. Um, wow. Then, okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's a hot take to start it off. The Ravens to win, win the division. I actually, I like them this year as well. Um, I think that it was huge that they fired their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, and brought in a new OC because 
you know, under Greg Roman, they were a great running team, obviously with Lamar and that run game was really great, but that there was a ceiling to that. There was no success in the playoffs. And I think they needed to bring in a play caller who's a little more uh, creative. And so they brought in Todd Munkin. Um, so I think that's actually going to help them because Lamar, Lamar's a good quarterback and he's a good passer. Like he's not, he, he's not just a running quarterback. He can do more and he's going to need to evolve. So I actually have them in the playoffs as well. Um, I don't have them winning the division. Matt, what about you? Yeah, me neither. Uh, you look, I think the Ravens uh, have a very good head coach in uh, John Harbaugh or uh Jim, no, no, I, I got them all. John, I got them John, confused. Yeah. Yes, John Harbaugh. Uh, but to me, the more talented team is still the Bengals. Um, I, I, I think the Bengals are going to win this division. They went twelve and four last year. Their over unders eleven and a half. I, my hot take for them is I still think they're going to win the division, but I would take the under. I, I see eleven wins for them. I don't think they're getting to twelve again. Um. Mostly because they lost uh, two cornerbacks, Eli Apple and Trey Flowers, which is nothing crazy, but you're you're losing uh, two starters in your secondary, and you're also losing Von Bell and Jesse Bates. So their whole secondary has to get rebuilt. Um, so that, I I think I I still believe in Burrow, but he, you know what, you know what, he is going to miss some time, right? Isn't he going to miss a few weeks? No, they said he'd expect to be ready week one. Week one, okay. Then I like that even more. I, I I still think I take the under, uh, but I I still think they're gonna come out of uh as division winners. The Ravens, I think they can make the playoffs, but um, this is kind of a top heavy division in my my opinion. It's those two, and then the the rest. So so then, do you only have one team from this division making the playoffs? Uh, no. I th- I think the Ravens will make the playoffs. Oh, okay. I think the but but the Bengals are winning this division. Um, but let's not get too far ahead. We still have the Browns. What do you guys think they're gonna do? Well, let me <laughs> could I just throw my two cents on the Bengals oh, yeah. before you go, go to the ahead. Browns? Yeah, I actually am gonna go the other way. I think they're gonna be better this year. I have the Bengals not only um winning the division, but being the best having the best record in the AFC. Um I, I like the over That's on eleven and a half. I know. I, I am worried about what Matt said, losing a couple of key players in their secondary. But if you just look at the players they have on both offense and defense, they have probably the second best quarterback in the NFL, Joe Burrow, to go along with all those great skill position players in uh, Chase and Higgins and Mixon. Um, I mean, and I, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And so to go, they're going to have a great offense. And then I really like their defensive line, too. Um, last year, I, I was surprised by the stat. They were first in opposing passer ratings among quarterbacks. They had the best defense when it came to opposing passer ratings, so they could stop the pass, which you need to do in the NFL. So I right. have them going 13 and four this year but, and, and but getting the one are, seat. They I just mean, Matt lost, also just stated yeah. that their secondary just got, you know, just got revamped. They so, lost I mean, four starters. That's, that's not I know. Not no, I know. I, I hear you, but it's just another year. I think their offense is going to be great and their defensive line is going to be really good. And I think that'll cover for it. You know, I think so. I mean, I know we're talking about inside the division and, and this is, you know, your guy or it's, it's Matt's division winner or, or, or Matt, Matt and I both have the Bengals winning the division. Okay. Well, I mean, so like, I mean, I think within the last two, maybe three years, I mean, we've, 
in the within the AFC, I mean, we've we've seen a rivalry between you know the Chiefs and the Bengals, right? You know, because yeah. I mean, they've both got these yeah. you know high flying offenses with good receivers and great quarterbacks, and I think, I mean, I still think that the Chiefs will still, you know, come out on top o- over them. But I think I don't. I'm not sure if they they play each other in in the regular season, but um, it could definitely. Um, I think it could definitely shake, you know, their, their confidence if, if say they did lose to the Chiefs. The Bengals? Uh, do they play them in the regular season though? That I, I don't know, off the top of my head. They I'll, might because they I'll both were in up. first place. So I'll yeah. Um. When, well, as you're pulling that up, you said you had asked about the Browns. You know, I know that you said the Bengals and the Ravens are like by far the better teams in the divisions. You might be right yes. about that, but if you just look at the roster of the Browns. Like, they actually have a really, really strong roster. Um, obviously, you know, you have Nick Chubb in the backfield. Another year of Watson um, getting used to the system. Obviously, he's got a lot of baggage to go along with him. But they have, like, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and they have a great defensive line. So when you combine the strength of both lines um, and then adding Zadarius Smith out, uh, opposite Miles Garrett, I actually think that they have enough talent to be above five hundred. So I, I have them finishing above 500 at nine and eight. I think that they're going to be better than last year, and they won seven games last year. So I think they the are, thing with they, hold on, the, the, the Bengals play the Chiefs uh, week 17, uh, New Year's Eve. Ooh, yeah, late, so nice playoff implications on there, but that could be um, for the number one seed possibly if Dave thinks they're going to be better. Um, yeah, because Dave does think they're going to be better. I don't think it'll be for the number one seed, but it, it's it's a potential. I mean, I want to count them out, but I just don't think they're going to be as good. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a big potential and has playoff implications. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just think that the Chiefs will have it. over the. What do you guys think of the Browns, though, in, in this division? I don't know so, if they would do this, but I could see – I don't know if they'll give Watson the comeback player of the year just because of everything that he's gone through, but I, I think he has potential to win that or be in the conversation. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm of the belief that teams have souls, and the Browns just—I mean, they're 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 the Browns. They're gonna they're gonna do Browns things, and Dude, that's the second time you've said this. Teams yes. have souls. Where where did you get that from? You didn't make that up. Uh no no I think I heard it on um another podcast I think it might have been part of my take or something like that but they it's uh, the more you look at it like bad teams do just they break your heart like the Mets this year they you know they had all these aspirations and then uh they just crapped down their leg you know it's it's what the Mets do best um. So yeah, in 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 football, the Browns haven't done anything for years. Like they need to show me, like they need to prove it to me. And they just continue to not prove it. They get all this hype. Uh, I think a couple years ago they were hyped. Last year they were kind of hyped. I, like people hype them up and they just do nothing with it. So um, I I don't see the Browns. Maybe maybe five hundred for the Browns. Maybe. So so for that, I got I got two things. Um, part of that hype I think was Johnny Manziel. Um, I mean, they always draft like these, you know, even starting back when like Tim couch was like their number one draft pick. And then they drafted like Brady Quinn and all this stuff. And then all these guys end up just being busts. Right. And then 
you know, Deshaun Watson does, does his thing and gets in trouble with the league. And, you know, I don't think, I think the league as a whole doesn't necessarily like him. So I, I agree with you um, with him not getting the comeback player of the year award. Um, but like, like I said, or like, I think Dave alluded to this earlier, this is the AFC and this, I mean, it's, it's the tougher division. I don't think nine and eight will get you into the playoffs. I think the same thing is true for the Browns as, as the Steelers in this division, where those two are at the bottom, they're going to improve, but I don't think they're going to be playoff worthy. And I mean, I mean, we've seen the Steelers for a long time, just always be in it. Right. Like they've always been in the playoffs, always come really close to that AFC championship game and the Super Bowl um, and stuff like that. But um, I don't think that they're going to I don't think they're going to do much. And you also said Nick, Nick Chubb, which is true, but they lost Cream Hunt and um, the Ernest Johnson, uh, two other running backs, and they they only drafted uh, Eric Gray from Oklahoma. So I think their running attack, which was their main offense is going to definitely still take a hit because I mean, they didn't really, I mean, they brought in Elijah Moore who, who could be a somewhat of a difference maker. I don't think he's a top 20, 30 wide receiver in the league, but you know, he could be, a, he's a good, good player. Um, I just don't think that the, their offense is going to be able to put up the numbers that they need to be uh, to break over 500. Interesting. And then finally, we got the Steelers in this division, obviously, like historically um, the team to beat in this division. But things have changed. Um, You still have Tomlin there and Tomlin is always a coach that can raise the floor of the team. Um, I obviously am a big fan of his. Uh, Pickett is in his second year as starter there. Um, I do not have them in the playoffs, but I also have them kind of in the conversation, the wild card conversation, because I think that. You know, their defense could be really good having uh, uh, T.J. Watt and Cameron Hayward there on the line. Uh, And they have some really good skill position players that I like, uh, like Pickens and uh, Fryermuth and Najee Harris. Um, So I think that they can be competitive, uh, but I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. So I have them at nine and eight as well. This that's what they went last year. And my hot take again, teams have souls. Um this this will be the first year the Steelers go under five hundred since so three. Oh, really? I was going to ask that. I'm surprised. Yes. Okay. Yes, this in my opinion, this will be the first year. I mean, I just I just don't see it for this team. I'm not a believer in Kenny Pickett. Um, they I I don't see it. I I just don't see it. They lost a bunch of linebackers. They lost again. This is another team that lost two cornerbacks and two safeties. They have to rebuild that that back end of the defense and. They drafted Joey Joey Porter Jr., which was good that they did that. Uh, obviously, his dad played uh, there for a while, but I I don't see this team getting over five hundred. I like Tomlin as a coach, but I don't I don't see them getting over five hundred. This will be the first year since so three that the Steelers do not make it over five hundred. Naveen, any thoughts on the Steelers? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I think they're gonna improve. Um, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna do do much along with improve off of nine and eight, so they're gonna go ten and seven. <laughs> no, uh, no, like, I'm I'm genuinely asking, like, how much you think they're gonna improve? Because they were nine and eight last year. They were, they yeah, were I mean, barely over five hundred. I mean, they they started their season off really bad. I think. Um, yeah, they got hot there at the end. They made a playoff push. They had almost made the playoffs. 
Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's just like another year in the system, just dealing with, you know, mediocre players, but it's another year in the system because, um, I mean, you know, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't there for the first time last year and they're just going to be able to build on that. I think, yeah, I mean, maybe 10 and seven, but I mean, like I said, the AFC is stacked. Um, I mean, I think maybe 10 and seven might be like the bare minimum to get into the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. So I guess, Looking at the division, so my in conclusion for for me for this division, my bold prediction is that every team will be over 500 by the end of the season. So I have the Bengals winning the division. I have the Ravens making the playoffs at 10 and seven, and then I have the Browns and the Steelers at nine and eight. I know that you know if you just look it mathematically, that probably won't happen. But it, that's my bold prediction that they'll all be like competitive. Yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, I totally disagree with it. Um, just, just because, I mean, I think, I mean, like, I think you're kind of like making the assumption like they're, they're going to be like the AL East in baseball, but I don't think the Browns and the Steelers are going to be that, that good. Well, I'm looking at the Steelers' schedule right now. Um, they start off with the 49ers, Browns, Raiders, Texans, Ravens, then the bye. I mean, that's not bad. I can see them winning, you know, let's let's say three of those games. Um, well, yeah, because so you have the Browns, 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 yeah, yeah. Browns are at home. Then the, you got the Rams, Jags, Titans, Packers, Browns, Bengals, Cardinals, Patriots, Colts, Bengals, Seattle, and the Ravens. Those last three games, I could see them losing all three of those games. They could. For sure, uh, the Patriots game will be. I, I I think, I think the Patriots could could win that game. The Cardinals they'll steamroll. They're def. I think they're losing twice to the Bengals. I know the uh, the AFC North is always a dog fight between uh, when the divisions uh, in in divisional play. But I just I I think the Bengals are are much better than them. Uh, and the Titans could be pesky. You never know. And the Jaguars, it, you know, we'll we'll get to that eventually. But how much do you believe in Trevor Lawrence? One 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 member of this panel believes very heavily in Trevor Lawrence. So, well, all right. Should we go to that division, or do you have anything else to say for the AFC North? Uh, no. I think I think the top two teams make the the playoffs. I think the the Ravens and the Bengals are making the playoffs out of this. Team. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but I, I do have the Ravens as, as my hot take of, of, of winning the division. I think, like like you said, Matt, I think the division is going to do damage to itself. Yeah, you don't have you don't have a hot take of, like, Burrow gets hurt. I know it doesn't have the same <laughs> no, ring. No, it doesn't have the same ring. Hurts gets hurt. That's, that's yeah. my headline. Okay. Honestly, Burrow, that wouldn't be too hot of a take because that no. offensive line is bad. So if Burrow gets hurt, the season's over for the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, but Burrow already got hurt. He's coming in hurt. So like I know. Yeah. And Andy was hurt his rookie year. And then All right, let's go. Oh, sorry, good. Oh yeah, let's go to the AFC South. Um so last year the Jaguars won this division last week of the season. Um it's a weak division for sure. Uh my team's in here, the Colts, so there's some some stuff to talk about. What stands out to you here in the AFC South? Uh, the Texans are still trash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to, to no one's surprise. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I mean the Titans, Titans last year, they, uh, 
I mean, they started off hot and then they kind of choked at the end, right? Um, yeah, so I mean, they, they, yeah, that's what happened. So I have, so I have them actually getting revenge. I mean, I think Mike Rabel is going to, you know, you know, get them over that hump. I think, I think, I mean, Trevor Lawrence had a great run. Uh, he's still undefeated on Saturdays and he's lucky that the wild card game was on a Saturday. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I believe we, we watched that game together. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I have, I actually have the Titans taking the division back. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's two upset picks for your division winners there. Um, as far as the Titans go, I'm not, I don't like the Titans. Colts fans don't like Titans uh, fans there or the, the team. It's just a rivalry in the division. Uh, however, I do have some respect for them. I agree with Naveen that Mike Vrabel is a really good coach. Um, it's actually funny because his teams remind me a little bit of the early 2000s Pats teams minus the quarterback um, because, you know, he has a really tough defense. They're physical. They like to run the ball. However, Derrick Henry now is another year older. He's had, uh, he led the league in carries last year and he's had four seasons of 23 carries a game. Like that's, that was his average at some point. Like I know the dude is a beast, but at some point that is going to wear on him. And I think that this is the year it wears on him. I mean, it could be combine that with the fact that Tannehill's another year older. And I thought he was already on the decline last year. As good as their defense is going to be, I actually have the opposite uh, prediction of Naveen. I think that they're going to be worse. They yeah, won seven well, games last year. I have them winning yeah. six this year in a yeah, bad if, division. If Will Levis freaking starts, then they're they're really in trouble because he's he's not going to be a good quarterback. I know he's from Connecticut, but he's he's not going to be a good quarterback for the Titans. Um, going back really quick to uh, the the uh, Texans, uh, I potentially can see them having uh the top three or top three in voting uh offensive and rookie defensive player of the year in cj stroud and will anderson will anderson's a beast and i know stroud had a tough preseason game versus the patriots i didn't watch it but I, you know i heard about it uh, he was horrendous yeah, yeah he was he, uh, two for four with a pick and like 13 yards or something well yeah i mean i'm just saying potentially him and Will Anderson could finish top three in the respective uh, rookie of the year battles. Uh, but yeah, I don't see this team. I they, Vegas has them at five and a half. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Still better than the Cardinals, I think. So, I I think I could see them being like two games under. I think they'll make improvements. I I think Strout is could be a, a good quarterback, but they they lost they lost a lot. They're just it's a tough, tough organization. Uh, yeah, I but, think you're, I think you're overrating them vastly. Uh, if you're going to go by your theory of teams have souls, then the Texans would fall in the dreadful category. Uh, the offense is bad. It's going to be a top, bottom five offense. Uh, whether you have Stroud in there or Davis Mills, it's they're not going to be successful behind an O line um, that you know Tunsil's good at left tackle, but they don't have much outside of that. Their wide receiver core is truly terrible. Uh, their best receiver is Nico Collins. Their defense, um, you know, doesn't really have a lot of talent. Like you said, they picked up Will Anderson, but outside of that, I mean, at this point, they are they're they're collecting talent. And by the way, here's the big thing about this team: to get Will Anderson and CJ Stroud past draft, they had to give up their first round pick next year to yeah. the Cardinals. This might be the worst team in the league, and they may be giving the number one pick or number two pick to the Cardinals 
which is going to be, you know, a generational quarterback. So I'm keeping my eye on that. Yeah. And then the Cardinals will have the first and second pick next year. Yep. And I I think they're going to be awful. I have them at four and 13 this year in a bad division. I think they're going to be the worst. Wow. So just to go off of that, I think, um, I mean, I don't think preseason means anything. Um, I mean, they lost or they, sorry, they, they won against the Patriots 20 to nine, but the Patriots offense was, was their B team. Um, you know, Belichick takes, takes his time while creating his rosters, but I mean, only 20 points with, with, with your starting guys is, is, is pretty bad. Listen to the names that they drafted the uh, the Texans. They got Juice uh, Juice Shrugs guard from Penn State, Tank Dell wide receiver from uh, Houston, and Henry Tuato O linebacker from Alabama. Though that's an all time name yeah, draft. Some right. good names. Yeah, yeah, those are some fun <laughs> names there for sure. Uh, so Dave, the Jags. How much do you believe in Trevor Lawrence? Because you were high on Trevor Lawrence. You were the highest of tre- uh, out of all of us on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, hey, I'm a huge Trevor Lawrence fan. I hate that this guy is going to be in our division. Um, Trevor Lawrence reminds me actually a lot of Andrew Luck and how he plays the game and how he approaches the game. Like when you see the long flowing hair, you think of sunshine from remember the Titans. You may think like, oh, he's California. He's not tough. Like, no, watch the kid play. He's tough as nails to go along with the fact that he's a great quarterback. And you could see his progression last year. Like if you look at his splits, the first half of last year to the, to the second half, like he improved greatly in the season. And the fact that they um, got into the playoffs in the last week of the season, won a playoff game and competed against the Chiefs, like, he he's going to improve this year. And this is his second year under Doug Peterson. So he's going to be better. I think this offense is going to be really good. Like I'm talking about like top five or top eight. Good. Um, Cause yeah. they added, they added Calvin Ridley who was suspended for gambling and he's a really good wide receiver to, to get up, go along with Christian Kirk and uh, ATN there, the running back. I think that they're going to have a really good offense. Now the defense is not good. It's subpar. So I have them winning the division but going 10 and seven and, you know, being the best team in a bad division, but having severe defensive issues. I agree. I agree. Yeah. They, I think Trevor Lawrence takes a step forward. They still have Evan Ingram, who's an underrated tight end who would play pretty well for them. I know giants fans hate him, but uh, cause he was, no, he was solid trash. last year. Yeah. He was trash on the giants, but he's, he's pretty good. And they had a plethora of picks. They had a whole bunch of picks. So, I I think they they have some young talent. I think they win this division as well. I think they're a year or two away from really being a heavy hitter because the AFC is tough. It's very tough. So I think they're about a year or two away from being a heavy hitter in this conference. Uh, but I, I do think they win the division. Yeah, 10, 11, uh, 11 wins, I'd give them. Uh, Their over-under is 9.5, according to Pro Football Reference. So I, I would... I think they're going over that just barely um so yeah that's what i have on the the jaguars and as far as the uh any anything else on the jaguars anyone yeah real quick um yeah i mean i think i mean lawrence definitely um he impressed me last year um he really did i mean i thought that i think they they had to go into tennessee last year in the playoffs uh, they went into the char- they played the Chargers at home. They had that big comeback. We, we watched that. Right. Game. Remember, we were at we were yes. at the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, Jay Ruse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
That's but, right. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, he definitely impressed me last year. Um, I mean, just, you know, taking a big step in the NFL. Um, but I, I don't have the only, yeah. And th- that's all I got for the Jags. Okay. Uh, do we want to touch on the Colts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> someone that and wait in. Come on. This is my team. For those who don't know, I'm a Colts fan. Yeah. Um, so as far as my team goes, like, honestly, I don't know how much analysis I can offer because there's just so many wild cards involved in this team. Like I could, I would never tell anyone to like bet the over or bet the under, which is six and a half. Like maybe I would slightly go over on it, but it's just, there's too many wild cards involved. Richardson can be in five years, can be a top five quarterback, or he can be out of the league. Like I don't, I have no idea. The guy's potential is limitless, but he has glaring flaws. And that's going to d- dictate the future of this franchise is how good is Richardson. Um, the defense is solid. They're getting uh, Shaq Leonard back, which is huge. He's healthy. Now, you can't rely on him being healthy because he's always hurt and he's had some serious back issues. But if he's healthy, like it totally transforms the defense. Um, they have some young pass rushers. Their offensive line could potentially be one of the best on paper, but last year it was awful. Granted, Matt Ryan was the quarterback, and he's a statue in the pocket. Richardson is obviously an excellent scrambler, so that's going to add another dimension to the offense. Jonathan Taylor is another factor. He's not happy right now. Um, He wants to get paid. He wants an extension. So is he going to play? Is he going to hold out? Who knows at this point? So I, it's impossible for me to decide what's going to happen. I said that they're probably going to go like around seven and 10. I actually have them. That's second place in this bad division. Um, I don't think that they're going to like seriously compete for a wild card spot, but my hope is that Richardson shows flashes of greatness. If he can do that this year, I'll be happy. Yeah. My, my thing is, is also Richardson, but you have a rookie head coach uh, coming in and how good he can control Richardson and game plan to Richardson's strengths, uh, along with Jim Bob Cooter, your offensive coordinator. Um, yep. It, that's that's the biggest thing, because there's quarterbacks that get drafted into crap uh, situations, and they just end up out of the league eventually within a couple of years because they, they just don't perform and the situations stink. So I think if if – your coach could put him in good situations and play to his strengths. I do think he has the potential to be a very, very good quarterback. I watched a lot of him at Florida. Um, and yet he would make these, he's a, he's like a highlight quarterback. Like he'd make unbelievable plays, but a play in play out uh, basis. He makes a lot of errors, like throwing the ball. He's not consistent. He has to get th- uh, better with that. But if if he can get more consistently uh, consistent throwing the ball, uh, make accurate passes, he he can be unstoppable. For, uh, but when I said that you have my quarterback, you guys also have Gardner Minshew, who who is my my favorite <laughs> quarterback in the league too. So, uh, but yeah, I I don't think this is a team that's also going under five hundred in my my opinion. Um, I just. I, I think I think Richardson could be good, but you have a rookie uh, rookie quarterback, rookie coach. That's a tough situation to be in. So I think my analysis for the Colts is, I mean, Dave Dave did touch on it with Jonathan Taylor. He's not happy. Um, I mean, if you know these guys, 
uh, I mean, a bunch of the running backs in, in the league were really upset about, you know, contract negotiations um, and stuff like that. And, you know, I think more oftentimes than not, when, when a player holds out, they, you know, they miss games and then they honestly just tend to get hurt or they're just kind of just subpar. So I don't think that's going to help Jonathan Taylor. Um, but also the fact that, um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor was on fire last year. And, and like you said, because uh, Richardson is, is so good, such a good scrambler, I think that's going to take away from Jonathan Taylor being as big of a threat as he was last year. Um, hmm. So I don't think, you know, it's just like, okay, so like then they're just going to, you know, put, you know, eight guys in the box and, you know, and just, you know, stop their run game number one. Um, and so, so that's, that's, that's where I look, look for at, at the Colts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think six, six winning six games, I think is, is, is where I would have them as well. Well, the thing also with Richardson too, it's not like you're playing the likes of Vanderbilt who they lost to, uh, you're playing guys that were the best in college. So it's going to be a bit of a shock. Like he is super athletic. He's a big dude can run the ball and has a really powerful arm. But, yeah, I mean, I he mean, reminds me get... a lot like RG three, to be honest. Uh, yeah, but he's he's, he's big though. He's, he's four two forty five. Yeah, RG three was slender. Yeah, yeah. Richardson's much bigger than RG three. Um, and I, he he was hindered a little bit last year at Florida. He had uh, a calf issue or a hamstring issue for a little bit, so that 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 hurt him. But they're drafting strictly on potential and size with this pick because yeah. oh yeah absolutely it's a big potential a good year last year I, I will I will say what one last thing about this team and then I'm done um you brought up Matt the coach Shane Steichen I actually think that that's a great hire look at the quarterbacks he's worked with the previous years he worked with uh Herbert in in LA and then last year he worked with Jalen Hurts and look at how those quarterbacks have developed if you I found a stat 20% of Steichen's play calls are RPOs, which are, for those who don't know, run-pass option, where the quarterback decides, do I want to give the ball to the running back or do I want to throw? He's got to make a quick read. I think he's going to do a lot of that in Indy. Yep. And uh, Naveen, to your point about Jonathan Taylor, if Jonathan Taylor plays, that's going to be huge for this team, actually, because he, along with Chubb and Henry, he's probably one of the three best pure running runners in the league. He's not a good pass blocker. He's not a good pass catcher but he can run the ball. And so if they can get those RPOs going, I think it could really work. I don't well, know if he's going to be on the team. We'll see. He might hold out. That was the offense they ran at Florida was a lot of RPOs with 12 personnel with one running back and two tight ends. So, And he did not perform well. That's Billy Napier's offense as well. So it, I I hope that he does because I, I think he's – I think the world of him, he's got all the talent in the world. But I, I want – I. It's it's tough. It's going to be a, a tough sledding. I could see them being good in a couple of years as well. This is another team that is down, and I think they're going to stay down this year. But we'll see what happens in a few years. They need to build around him. So I think we're going back to the RPO thing. I think that you know, like if if Taylor isn't the guy that's getting the ball on the RPO, like that guy's still going to get hit. You know, like yeah you know, he's going to get nailed. And I mean, that makes him more susceptible for injuries. I mean, you're not going to run an RPO with Matt Ryan, right? Um, right. No. I mean, both of these guys are just going to get hit no matter what, because it's an RPO and you, you know, you can't chance one guy getting the ball versus the other. 
True. All right, let's move on. Uh, NF AFC East. So, can I make Wait, a suggestion? Hold, so, oh, hold, sorry. Hold. Go ahead. So, who who do you have winning the division? Jags or playoff teams? You have the Jags. Me too. Just Actually, just Jags. Yeah. I I have about, just Titans. Just the Titans. Okay. Just yep. Titans. Wow. So you have Titans, no Jags. Interesting. Okay. All right. So uh, AFC East, I'd like to make a suggestion. Both of my co-hosts are Patriots fans. And you're going to be like, I feel like if we start with any other team, you're going to be like sprinkling in Pat stuff. So I I would suggest we just do the Patriots first. Like (laughs) everything that you guys want to say about the Patriots, let's open with that team. What do you guys think? We got Bill. I, I don't have a terrible Boston accent. We have Bill Belichick. We're going all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Matt Jones is the guy. We got we got a couple of running backs, a defense. I don't know. I think this team has potential to finish second in all all realism. I think they have the potential to finish second. Yeah. So I I agree with Matt. I I think it's also uh I think yeah the Patriots will finish in second as well in the division. And I think that they will make the playoffs. I mean, they were, uh, eight, eight and nine, nine last year. Eight yeah. Eight and nine last year. And we lost a bunch of BS games, like the Raiders game. That was awful. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, I, obviously I, I watched every, every game last year. Um, I mean, I think we did really well against Minnesota, lost to them, we did really well against Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, lost to them as well. Um, the, but the, the biggest the biggest person we lost was like Devin McCourty. Correct, but here's the thing. So with with the Patriots draft this year, they got Gonzalez, um, who was a great value pick for for where he fell to. Um, and so, I mean, Belichick has kind of just you know kind of improved more on on the defensive side of the ball as far as draft picks. Um, and I think that they did really well actually against against the Texans in, in, in their, uh, preseason game. But, um, and then Billy O'Brien, he has control of, of the offense. I mean, I think yeah. you're going to see a, a, a vast improvement on the offensive side of the ball. We um, had Joe judge, a special teams coach and, uh, Matt Patricia, a defensive coordinator calling offensive plays last year, which was yeah, firing Patricia was like the biggest move of the offseason for the Pats. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. Well I think go- it was also Bill O'Brien though. I think right. Bill yeah. O'Brien yeah. Yeah. And, no, and, going, and going back to the the draft, like I trust Belichick. He's not great with picking offensive talent obviously in the first round. But I again I trust him. Our third round pick is from Sacramento State. I didn't even know that was a school until I saw the draft pick. Uh, Troy. This is a guy that didn't go to college, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troy, and then Eastern Michigan. Like he drafts. That's guys. so Patriots. And then, and then we got a, a wide receiver in the sixth round from Liberty, and then another cornerback from Jackson State. No, actually, like, the Liberty wide receiver was actually doing really well in preseason, to be honest. Um, and we got uh, Keyshawn Boutte as well in the sixth yes. round, who I think could has the potential to be a pretty solid wide receiver, but it, that is Bill Belichick to T like draft these guys from these small schools. Like they, they picked Cole strange last year in the first round and everyone was laughing at him. Uh, no, So real, real quick though. So the, the linebacker for out in San Diego, he's, he's actually like a really smart dude. And I think they're oh. um, looking into like, he's going to be the guy with like the green dot just because they say he's like a really smart dude who, who actually understands like the analysis of football. 
Um, but the offensive side of the ball, I mean, we picked up uh, Juju and then also Jacecki. Um, I think he's going to – him and Hunter Henry are going to do a lot better than uh, – we had last week. Judon. Judon. No, no, tight end. Uh, yeah. Hunt, uh, uh, no, not J- yeah, Judon Smith. Or, um, no, oh, no, Johnny, uh, Johnny from, from Tennessee. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Smith, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think Jacecki is going to be a lot. He's going to be an upgrade for him um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely trust O'Brien with it. Um, and I think that, I mean, just like uh, I think Dave, you said that the AFC or yeah, the North was going to kind of beat itself up. I think the AFC East is going to beat itself up. Um, and I think you're going to see a lot of pretty bad records. Wow. All right. So I, I think it's I think the it's my job to temper expectations a little bit. Um, <laughs> I said potential. I'm not surprised. I said potential. You both picked them to make second place, but I think that uh, I, said I have potential. to throw a couple things in the mix. Okay, but ten, this is the only team where you said they can potentially be in this position. Where what is your prediction? Well, uh, third or fourth. That's okay. my prediction. All right. Uh, third, third so. Or fourth. Uh, let me start by, uh, third by or second. Sorry, third or second. Third or some second. things I like about the past coaching improvements, uh, good defensive line, Judon's a beast, uh, good running back in Stevenson. Um, obviously Belichick raises the floor of the team, but you know, if you really look at the roster and separate yourself from the whole Belichick mystique, is there, how many blue chip players are on this team? There's one Judon. He's the only blue chip player on the whole team. The offense you can't convince me that the offense will be anything better than average, like average at best. Um, you know, they have, they're going to have a good run game. Uh, you mentioned some of their receivers. They're all like solid receivers, like good number three receivers, but there's no star in, in the past. Upgrade, upgrade from last year though. Yeah. I mean, I like Jacoby Myers and you got rid of him. Like you, you replaced him with Juju. I'd say they're on the same level. I don't think Juju is any better or worse than Jacoby Myers. Um, I think and they're in, they're in a they're in a really tough division. Like it, it's you know, going up against the Bills. The Jets are going to be better. I know we're going to talk about them in a minute. The Dolphins have a lot of talent on that team. If you look at the rosters, they have the least amount of talent. It's not particularly close, honestly. Like their their roster is average. Uh, their coaching is good, obviously, but their roster is average and their quarterback is average. So I, I actually have them finishing last. I don't think they're going to be like horrible. I think they'll be in the mix, but I can't see them, you know, finishing second place. I can't see that. You know, one of one of my t- one of one of the things I thought of was actually having them in for in fourth in the division, just because I thought that, you know, maybe you know, like I was just you know seeing like if everyone lived up to their highest potential then I think it would be it, it would be like the Patriots in last but I mean I think you're just going to see a huge improvement because look they were eight and nine that's that's essentially 500 right um but I think that you know their coaching and their adjustments have, have just gotten better um I mean their defense is still incredible um I think easily top 10 uh defenses so I, I mean I think their defense is what's going to carry them like like Matt said the only defensive adjustment that we lost was, was McCourty. Um, but I think Jalen Mills is versatile enough to, to fill that role. And then Gonzalez is, he's, he's a, I don't know, six something corner who's going to be taking on their X receiver that, which is something that we really needed. 
honestly, he's going to be the X factor of your team because if he can, like, I like, you know, you have uh, what is it, Jonathan Jones opposite. Yeah. Uh, so if, if Christian can opposite yeah, him, and now you have two good corners. Uh, if he's a miss, then the, de- you know, it, it, it lowers the ceiling of the defense. But it's the offense I'm more concerned with than the defense. No, I agree with you. I mean, defense wins championships, offense wins games. Um, the Patriots are going to have to win games. Um, but, I mean, I still think they, you know, will, you know, I think they'll fare okay in, in the division uh, against against the division. So do you guys both have the Bills winning the division? Because I have them winning the division again. I do. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, the Bills, look, this last year was supposed to be their year, right? Everyone said this is the Bills' year. They were so close to beating the Chiefs the previous year. They had that, you know, that horrible, horrendous loss in the playoffs. I actually like, I don't know about you guys, but I like the team that's the year after the year. And what I mean by that is like the year after everyone expects a team to win and then they cool down when they don't on that team, it seems like the pressure's off. So I actually think that they have the potential to be, you know, all the pieces are there, right? Josh Allen's a top five quarterback. Stefan Diggs is a great number one receiver. Their defense is really good. They have a lot of great players on that side of the ball. Their coach is a top, what? 10 coach um mcdermott is a really good coach so yeah. i mean they're gonna they're gonna be in contention to make the super bowl so i think that they have a shot this year of of finally getting over the hump i'm not necessarily predicting that but they're gonna be just as good as they've been yeah no i i had the bill i have the bills winning uh the division i mean i think they're I mean, I think everyone in in the division has improved, but I don't think. But I I still think that the Bills are still head and shoulders above the re- the rest of the people in the division. Okay, uh, Matt, any thoughts on the Bills? Nothing else. Uh, no, they picked you guys from Florida, so we'll see how that works when they leave Florida and go play in Buffalo, where it snows and cold. Really quick, can I read you guys the second half of their schedule and how brutal it is? Like, it is horrendous. So here's the second half of their schedule, the Bills. At Cincy, home Denver, not too bad. Jets, at Philly, at Kansas City, home Dallas, at the Chargers, Patriots, Miami. Like, that is every game is going to be, other than maybe Denver at home, is going to be a dogfight. Yeah, so, yeah, that's tough. This division is tough. So I actually have them going 11-6. and six. But their over under is only ten and a half. I mean, I would take the over on that if I were if I had to bet it. I would too, just because like I mean, they definitely yeah. have the potential to just steamroll the division. You know, right. get get two two wins against everyone. So there's there's six wins right off the bat. And if and if you do I, that, I don't know if they're win. gonna steamroll the division though. I don't think they're gonna beat every team twice. I don't think that they will either. I mean, the Jets, the Jets really surprised us last year. They they beat they beat the Bills last year. And I think, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a cold weather quarterback. So, I mean, I don't, I mean, it, I mean, it's crazy to say, but like, I mean, they could have the potential to go up to Buffalo and, and win that game. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been clutching in these cold weather games where, well, I mean, the weather's not, not, not lately though, not the last yeah. few years. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But I, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. The Jets are going to be really interesting. And I hate the Jets. Thank you. Yeah, I, no. it's gonna. Yeah, it'll be. I'm. That's one of the teams I'm really interested in seeing early on because obviously bringing in Rodgers, their biggest problem has always been the quarterback. Like in terms of talent, like this is the most talent that the Jets have ever had in their history at quarterback. 
but he is turning 40 this year. So it's like, you know, he did show uh, to me a decline last year. Um, so how good is he going to be? And, you know, the offensive line is really not that good. But if you look at the rest of the team, though, I and mean, he's got all the pieces he needs, like a good running game, solid weapons, especially if Garrett Wilson improves in his second year. And then the defense has a chance to be, like, awesome. Like, their defensive line is just, like, Salah's going to be, like, in heaven like he was in his San Francisco 49ers days where he's going to be able to rotate in all these pass rushers. So I, I, I have them going 9-8. and eight. Um, and I had like four or five teams at nine and eight. So I'm just like, I got to pick one of them to make the playoffs. So I picked the jets to be my last wild card spot. So, so since 1966, there's been 721 quarterbacks that have played at least one NFL game, 14 of them, uh, started one or more games at the age of 40 or older. And only three of them started in the playoffs. Rogers is going to be 40 this year. So the odds are very much st- stacked against him. Uh, Tom Brady has 68 wins over the age of 40. After that, Drew Brees, 17 wins. Favre, 17. Warren Moon, 15. Uh, Testaverde, 10. Hasselback, 5. Flutie, 3. Like, what that? That's like the magic. The magic uh, number for running backs is 30. The magic number for four, uh, quarterbacks looks to be 40. So, so you think he's falling off a cliff this year? I don't want to be the Max Kellerman of Aaron Rodgers and just say that he's going to fall off the cliff because that's what Max Kellerman was doing with Tom Brady. Like he's every year he was like, oh, he's going to fall off. Oh, he's going to fall off. But I think that's something to pay attention to. He has been on the decline in the past couple of years. So I don't I, like you're not getting the Aaron Rodgers of like 2010. You're getting the Aaron Rodgers of 2023. Uh, I don't think he's going to be, he's not, he's not, I don't think he's going to be that MVP caliber quarterback. I just, I don't see it. The odds are stacked. But do they need that though, Matt? Do they, they need, they need someone who's better than horrible. Zach Wilson was horrible last year. If he's just good, is that good enough? Not to win a Super Bowl, which the which Jet fans think they're gonna do. No, I don't. That's I don't not think, happening. No, no, they're they're not. They're gonna jet. The Jets are gonna jet. That's what's gonna happen. So, so real quick though. So, like, I mean, you have, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. His whole career has been in Green Bay, um, and and even in even in a small market team, right? Like Aaron Rodgers is a diva. Um, I I think he's a cancer, to be honest, to 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 his own team at times. Um, wow. when he doesn't get his way. Um, and then now, now that he's in a, a big market like New York, if, if he pulls any of the crap that he did in green Bay, I think the New York media is just going to eat him. And I think he's just going to fold to be honest. Um, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, they're, they're going to, the jets are going to go as far as Aaron Rodgers lets them. But I mean, as, as we've seen of lately, it's, you know, it's not the greatest. I mean, it's definitely an improvement um, from their last quarterback, but, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Oh, interesting. So I just want to hold your both your feet to the fire, though, because you're give you gave the Patriots the benefit of the doubt because they have a great defense. Why would you not give the Jets the same benefit of the doubt when the fact that they also have a great defense and they have a better quarterback? Because they are coach. Yeah, longevity. <laughs> so all right, so your, your analysis is the Jets are going to jet. That's that's what you're telling me. But well, are you can you offer any aspect. like objective analysis on why this team won't be, you know, c- 
competing for a wild card spot or better than the Patriots or however you want to look at it. No, they they will be competing. I think they are gonna steal wins. Like like I do think that they they could beat the Bills again. I I still think they're gonna I look they they can beat Miami for sure, but I think the whole division is just gonna be stealing wins from each other. And I think that at the end of the day, I don't think the Jets will will sneak in. I think I think it'll be the Patriots that do. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying they're going like two and 15 but i don't think they're they're gonna they're making the playoffs i just don't i don't think okay. they will Fair enough. i mean it's a tough division they play the bills cowboys patriots chiefs uh they're gonna play the eagles they're gonna play yeah the they Giants. have a brutal schedule too play the chargers they, um and the the back half of their schedule is easy but the first like eight nine weeks is pretty brutal they have to they have to they have to um tread water if they're going to make the playoffs. right you're right they and do it's, it's going to be see, tough I, I could see rogers getting dis, uh, disinterested if they lose you know four or five games out of out of six seven games i could see him getting disinterested and, and then the whole thing comes crumbling down and the jets just jet sure uh we gotta we gotta get to the dolphins uh before our last division um so real quick, my thoughts on the Dolphins. Once again, another team that has a surprising amount of talent, but it all comes down to the quarterback. Like my only question of them is can Tua stay healthy? Because if Tua can stay healthy and play a full season, this team will make the playoffs. That's how much talent this team has. They have probably one of the best wide receiver duos in the league, uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. They have yeah. a you know, they have a, a, a really good defense. I mean, I know Jalen Ramsey's gonna be hurt most of the year, but like when he's back healthy, him and Xavier Howard are like a great cornerback duo. They have a lot of good defensive linemen. Um, they have a, a, a solid pair of running backs in uh, Mostert and Jeff Wilson. And they have a an offensive wizard type of head coach. But it none of it's gonna matter if Tua can't stay healthy. And I don't believe that he can. So I'm saying if he can stay healthy, they will make the playoffs, but I don't believe that he will. And so I think that this team will be competitive, but fall short. And, and if my research is correct, they had only three draft picks too. So it's like you have to pay guys eventually. Um, and if you don't have young talent there to uh, replace them, then that gets pretty tough. Uh, yeah. Tua is one one bad hit to the head away from being like Joe Biden, not knowing where he is and stumbling downstairs and falling off. Oh man! Yeah, no. That that one game when he came, yeah, like he's literally one bad hit away from like possibly having some serious long term issues. Yeah, it was scary for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm not really gonna add too much to the conversation. I mean, it's it's all about Tua, um, and and what he can do. Yeah, he's got, you know, yeah, one of the best duos, Waddle and Hill. But if he can't stay healthy, like I think that might be it for them. And they lost, and they lost Jaseki too. So his yeah. his yep. security blanket is gone. Um, nine 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 and a half is their win total. I mean, I would. Yeah, touch I, mean, I would take the under for sure. Well, I wouldn't. I would take the under. Okay. All right. Okay. So you're but you're right uh, with the two uh question mark. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm it, saying. It, you can't. Yeah. If, but if, if I had a was, Yeah. Yeah. If I had a gun in my head, I'm taking the under. But I wouldn't touch that at all because I because I do. That's why I say the pay, Patriots have the potential to finish second because 
in my mind, uh, I think the Dolphins are, in theory, the second best roster uh, in this division. And this is this is also a division with a lot of good coaches. Like all, most of them are all you know top ten, top fifteen type of guys. So I, I do think the the Dolphins have the the second best roster uh, in this division. But I mean, you lose Tua, that that that's a big hit, and he's already. I like if I was him, I would really reconsider playing football. Like he got hit, and they didn't really take good care of him either. So, right. That's uh, all right. Yeah, that that would yeah. be tough. Anything else finally before we go to uh, the West? All right. So uh, let's do it. AFC West, the Super Bowl champion, home of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Do you guys like them to repeat as division winners? Yes. But 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 my my biggest question is when are the when are people going to get sick of the Chiefs? Do you think that's coming in terms of in terms of just like how much they like them? Yeah, like in, no, in like, terms like of like when how they much they hate like the Patriots. Yeah, it's exactly. happening right like, now because because Matt Amendola has told me that uh, he he doesn't think Patrick Mahomes is going to win another Super Bowl because he's too about himself. That's what he oh, said. So you are was, one of the people that believe that. I said no. I said once Kelsey goes. I said once Kelsey goes. Yeah, he, he did say once Kelsey goes. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. But, but here's, here's my thing. I think I, I do believe that people are starting to hate on the Chiefs. I mean, I mean, look, they're already making fun of Patrick Mahomes' car, his wife. Um, his, his brother. Father. Yeah. So, like, he's, he's a bad dude. Outside of, outside of football. And then he's also been, like, he was, I think last week, he was with Haley Williams of Paramore at one of her concerts. And he was, I think with Luke Combs on stage and stuff, which is cool. But I mean, I still think he's, he's the best quarterback in, in that division. And I think he's, I mean, the, the chiefs have kind of proven that it doesn't really matter who their wide receivers are. He's going to throw the ball to whoever. Um, yeah. And and I think the chiefs will be fine. So, so yeah, I, my, okay, go ahead. my biggest thing with the Mahomes, uh, what I said about him, it was just like watching, Watching the quarterback series on Netflix, it he was very much like an I guy, like a me guy, and that that was weird to me because a lot of quarterbacks you would think are more leadership, like sp- spread the love around, and like he would make a play. He's like, "That's what I effing do. This is you know that and that, this and that," and it's it's very weird. And I was listening to an interview with um. Coach JB, I don't know if you guys ever watched um, Last Chance You, but he was the coach for uh, the team from Independence, uh, Kansas, I believe. It's a uh, it's a JUCO level uh, series that follows a JUCO uh, football team around. But anyway, he was saying that like the the stuff Mahomes does, he's talented, but it's not like he doesn't he's going to have to eventually be able to make plays from the pocket. And if you watch his tape on a very consistent basis, it doesn't seem this is from an expert, not me saying this, that he reads the field super well. He's got talent, but he needs to be able to start reading the field super well. I would still put him number one. I'm just saying that was a professional football coach saying that he needs to start doing some things better as a quarterback in the pocket. 
His footwork yeah, is terrible. Yeah, all right. Say that, but I'm just, I'm just, okay. I, I, he, you're being too hard on him. Uh, I hear I, what I, you're saying about improving from the pocket. He's still young. He still has time to do that. All that leadership stuff, you get, you excuse Aaron Rodgers for that because you're the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan here. And he's more of a uh, victim of that than Mahomes because all of Mahomes' teammates love him. They've never complained about him once. Yeah, because uh, they, you, they need to have, you need to have confidence as a quarterback. If your teammates love you and you have confidence, yeah, like it is cocky. And I see what you're saying, but it hasn't been to his detriment his entire career. So uh, I do think it's a little bit disrespectful on your part. Um, however, I will say that, okay, this is not, I am not disrespecting the Chiefs here. I think that the Chiefs are going to contend for the Super Bowl again. But I'm going to make a hot take. Ooh. I'm going to predict that they're not going to win the division. Wow, you're That's talking about me take. disrespecting Patrick. No, he wants, he wants not, Herbert to win the division. They're not winning the division. Right, That's let crazy. me explain. This is no disrespect to my, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Uh, Andy Reid is the best coach in the league. That combo can win you multiple Super Bowls. We've seen that throughout the whole history of the NFL. But I don't think that the Chiefs, the Chiefs now having won last year, I don't think they're going to prioritize the regular season as much as they have. I think they're going to they're going to uh, bide their time for the playoffs. And I think you know with their aging, you know you have Kelsey aging, Chris Jones is a beast, and then you got Mahomes. But as your core ages, you gotta you gotta bide your time for the playoffs. So I think that they're gonna have you know a good regular season, but not a dominant regular season. And this is good. Might be the stupidest thing. Like this might come back to bite me more than any other prediction. But yeah. I'm gonna have the Chargers winning the division. They're gonna they're they're not gonna win the division. That means they're not gonna be in contention for the number one seed. Uh, Correct. They haven't won a road playoff game in the Mahomes era. And he's lost to Tom Brady three times in that time. So, and they, they were road games. So, I would like to see him prove it on the road. And in your situation, he's going to have to try to prove it on the road. So, we'll see. What do you got, Naveen? So, I think, so I think, I mean, I think Dave brings up a, a, a good point. Um, I mean, I still think that, I mean, with this division, I still think that the Chiefs are head and shoulders. And, you know, Herbert, Herbert, like, as his division winner, I mean, I mean, the, the kid's improving, um, but I, but I mean, when you look at the rest of the division, it's literally for me, it's the chief chiefs chargers, and then they've got nothing. I mean, Sean, I think Sean Payne's going to do well in, in, in Denver, but the Raiders and, and the Broncos, like, come on, they're not going anywhere. And I agree. And I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Dave does have a good point. If, if, if the, if, if they are actually resting their players and they can just kind of sneak into the playoffs because the other two aren't the, the bottom bottom te teams in that division aren't going to steal wins. Like, like the AFC East. Um, like I think the jets and the dolphins and the Patriots will do. Um, it's, it's not like that. It's not as cutthroat as the AFC. East. So, so yeah, I mean, I could see that, but I, I still think you still got to dethrone Patrick Mahomes. You got to give credit where credit is due. Um, yeah, I, I still think he he still reigns supreme in the division. Fair enough. No, I know I know it's look. I know it's a hot take, and I I would not be surprised if I'm wrong. I am the biggest Herbert fan here. Matt and I had a lot of arguments about this last year. I think he's a top five quarterback. I think he's on the same tier as Burrow and Allen. Um, I think he's going to take another step forward this year. Under Kellen Moore, who they just got from Dallas as their offensive coordinator, if you watch their games last year, and I watched a lot of them because I like Herbert, their play calling was horrendous. K 
Kellen Moore is a good play caller that's going to cater to the strengths of his quarterback. Herbert has a huge arm. The amount of times that I saw Herbert check down to Eckler last year was infuriating. This dude has the biggest arm in the league, like, or him or Josh Allen, but it's up there. Like, let him let it go. And the one thing they needed was speed because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are good receivers, but they're not speed receivers. And they drafted uh, Quentin Johnston in uh, the first round. And so I think that's going to give their offense a huge element. And then you still have Eckler there. Their defense has a ton of talent on it still. Like Bosa, he's a beast. They still have Khalil Mack, and I know he's on downward trajectory of his career, but he's still great. And then their secondary is really good too. Um, They got J.C. Jackson, from the Patriots last season, and he's going to be healthy this year. Asante Samuel, Derwin James, like they have as much, they have more talent than the Chiefs. The Chiefs just have, they have the best quarterback, the best tight end, and the best defensive tackle. Those three positions are key, and but coach. then, and coach. But outside of that, like the, the Chargers have a more complete team. Well, so the they're with, going to have a great regular season. So here's the thing with, uh, you mentioned Eckler. Um, and and I know Matt, you said you know running backs don't last last too long. I think, I mean Eckler is has In always theory. been fighting for for another you know contract extension. I mean, um, I mean he was one of the guys after I forgot. It, I think it was after Jonathan Taylor was just let, uh, decided to sit out, and he I think he was one of the guys that initiated the the running backs meeting where yeah. you know the the running backs in the league had a had a Zoom call um, talking about how. I think their their rookie contract is either four or five years, but the problem is like running backs. A running back's prime is probably only, probably only three or four years. Four years, if I think if you're lucky, um, and then they don't get these big extensions that you know a quarterback or a wide receiver would get. Um, yes, if Eckler holds out, that's tough. Right, but also, I mean, it's just like look. I also think that Eckler's kind of on on his way out too. If if that time frame is is right if, of, of what i'm saying so and and then like you said keenan allen and mike williams i mean they're they're good receivers they're possession receivers you know they're not really like crazy i mean allen gets gets a ton of catches but i think they they need a little more to to push the needle uh past the chiefs okay that's fair yeah and and i i will say my biggest regret about this is that the coaching is like andy reed and brandon staley like i do not like brandon staley so this could be the stupidest thing in the world um but what do you guys think about like the raiders and the broncos i agree with naveen i think that they're the chargers and the chiefs are head and shoulders above those two any thoughts on the raiders or broncos yeah so the broncos uh they just got sean payton and you know he's I, th- I think he was quoted by of, of saying like, listen, I don't care what we did last year. We're doing everything completely different. Yeah. He was talking um, crap about uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Which whatever, I don't care. I mean, look, Sean Payton has, has done a lot of winning. You know, he, he was good when he was with the saints. Obviously he had Drew Brees, which is huge, but Russell Wilson and Drew Brees, when you look at their, you know, you know, their, their throwing abilities and like their height and stuff, like he knows how to cater to, shorter quarterbacks that are only six feet tall. Um, and I think that, and, and then even having your team be in Denver in that, in that high altitude, that's, that's a huge um, home advantage. Right. I, I think that, you know, he'll, he'll put together some magic. I think that, you know, the, they'll definitely improve because they were garbage last year. Um, they were. Yeah. But, but I don't, I don't think they have enough to, 
to get above the Chargers, who I have second in that division. But I do no. have the Chargers making the, the playoffs. The Broncos are a firm third place in this division. They're going to be better than they were last year. And they might even catch the Chargers or the uh, the Chiefs slipping one of those the, the games that they play them uh, because Sean Payton is a much better coach over Nathaniel Hackett. And I think Russ isn't going to be nearly, he can't be nearly as bad as he was last year. Like that's just not going to happen in my mind. So uh, I do think the Broncos are going to be improved. They were five and 12 last year. They're over unders eight and a half. I mean, I still would take the under. I don't know if they're, they're not winning nine games. They're not. Yeah, I think, I they win. Win. Yeah, yeah, I think, think, I think that's too high. Eight and a half. Yeah. I think they win. I think they win eight as well. And as far as the Raiders go, <sighs> McDaniels is going to get canned this year, I think. I could I, see him getting canned. I, I, I think I agree with that because yeah. I think the more film on McDaniels that you have, the the worse he does. Yeah. Um, I think he, he barely got by last year. I mean, it came down to the, the Patriots game against, you know, yeah, the Patriots game really. Yeah. Um, which kind of kept, kept his job alive. But um, six and know, 11 last year. Yeah, I I don't think he stays around again. He's. I mean, again, did they really get better? I mean, Jimmy G and Derek Carr are probably on the same level. They haven't gotten any better. So how? What? Who's to like? They they won six games last year. They'll probably win five or six this year. Um, they still have Devontae Adams. They still have Max Crosby. But McDaniel's is a bad coach. I agree with you guys. Um, I just don't see how this team could compete. I, I think that that they're gonna. He's gonna get fired by the end of the season. They're gonna be a bad team. Okay, I thought yeah, that would have been more of a hotter take. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I think we'll know by midseason. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you guys also completely on the Broncos. The only other thing I'd add is like Sean Payton is the biggest has the biggest ego of any head coach. Like he's a great coach, but he has huge ego. Russell Wilson is a massive prima donna, so that is a bad combination to me. I think that there's going to be some problems. Now, Sean Payton is a great coach, so I think they'll be better just for, from that. I have them winning seven games. Um, so, you know, I think that that's not going to end well. I have them in third place and then the Raiders in fourth. So I, I definitely hear your your opinion there, but I also think that that's something that's going to push them because it's just like to push Russell Wilson, like, yeah, you got you got you have your Super Bowl win, but you also have a, a more iconic Super Bowl lo- loss. Um, and he's with a, a new organization and he still has a really good coach. I mean, I think that, you know, Peyton, I, I think Peyton's really going to help him a, a lot. Um, I mean, they still have, um, you know, the Judy and uh, Sutton. Sutton. Yeah. Sutton. Sutton. yeah. Um, but I so, think, Art, don't you think you're giving too much credit to Wilson though? Because you're comparing to what Peyton did with Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees is a great locker room guy. He was pinpoint accurate. Like yeah. I know they have similar builds, but Russell Wilson's not the quarterback Brees was. No, I, I no, look. I, I I agree with that, but like, I think Russell yeah. Wilson can only go up. I yeah yeah. I mean, he had an incompetent head coach last year, so I I do think he gets better. And I think did you guys hear that he, he his, did you guys hear that Wilson last year demanded his own office? He was getting like total special treatment from from Hackett, and like it's it's what really pissed off his teammates. Like it totally turned him off to his teammates because he was getting all these special privileges when it was his first year in Denver. Yeah, that's that's stupid. He's not Peyton Manning, right? All right. Well, 
so that's what we got. So can we just run through what our division winners and our playoff uh, wild cards are real quick? Sure. Do you want me to start? Sure. All right. So my division winners are the Ravens, the Titans, the Bills, the Chiefs. My wild card teams are the Bengals, the Patriots, the Chargers. Chris Chargers. Okay. okay. And I think cool. the Patriots will be the the lowest seed, and I think they will probably pay, be playing. I'd say the the Bills or the Chiefs. Yeah, we will have to next episode. We'll have to seed these teams based on record because we're gonna do our own playoff brackets. So I've got a okay. So I have the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Bills, and the Chargers winning divisions, and then wild cards. I have Chiefs, Ravens, and Jets as my three. And the Jets are your lowest seed as well. Jets are my lowest. Yeah, I had a. I have four teams at nine and eight uh, to to win that final spot. I have Steelers, Browns, Jets, and Dolphins all at nine and eight. I, who knows with tiebreakers? So I just put the Jets. All right, Matty. Um, so for the East, I have the uh, Bills winning. For the North, I have the Bengals. Um, for the South, I have the Jaguars. And for the West, I have the the Chiefs. I have the Patriots making the uh, wild card. I have the I didn't write these down. I'm trying to go off memory now. I have the Ravens, and I also have the Chargers. Wait, you said you said you predicted the Patriots to be third or fourth in the division. How could that no, be? If I said, no, no, no. I said third or fourth, and then I meant no. I meant second and third. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, so there's similar like we have. I guess the difference is that one playoff spot for us is really, but we were closer to similar on this one than the NFC. Yeah, I mean, it just I mean seems like they're so good. But my hot take was the Ravens winning the division, um, in 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 the North, and that's going to be really competitive. Just like, I mean, the AFC is going to AFC East is going to be competitive, but it's a bunch of garbage teams like trying to sneak in. Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. So, I yeah, when we, we, we get that. Go ahead. Matt. The the AFC is a little bit more uh, straightforward uh, to me. It is. Well, you have you have the same. I was gonna do that. What Matt did for division winners, but you have the exact same four division winners from last year, and that Which never happened. Never happens. I know. I know. But I, I just looking at the teams. I think they're the better teams. Fair enough. Yeah, so yeah, well, we two of them. I mean, I took the Titans and I took the the Ravens. So yeah, yeah. no, those are that was bold for sure. Um, my bold thing was the Chargers. So, but yeah, when we is, come back next episode, we're gonna pick our playoff matchups. So we'll be able to do that. We're gonna do uh, fantasy picks. We're gonna do gambling stuff. Like, so we'll have a lot of miscellaneous stuff for next episode. We're gonna look back on this and like, you never know. It, one injury can completely derail a uh, team season. Like hurts yep. getting hurt. Like you're right. Said last, <laughs> last it, it, I can't believe if that happens, you're gonna feel bad. You buy a you, lottery you... ticket if that happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, anything else, gentlemen, before we log off here? Uh, no. All I'm right. Good. Great. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you all in two weeks. Bye.